Welcome to the Course Change Podcast. My name is Thor Chalgren, and every week I love sharing with you stories of people who have made a dramatic career change. We talk about the challenges they faced, the lessons they learned, and the success they found on their own unique journey. Over the course of my own life, I've worked in multiple industries, from startups to corporations. The common factor in my work experience, the ability to adapt to change. If you're looking for insights and inspiration to thrive during change, you'll be glad you listened. Hello, welcome to the Course Change Podcast. My name is Thor Chalgren, and I'm really happy that you're here with me today. I'm feeling very at peace and calm about it because my topic for today is meditation. I am excited to share this with you on this specific day because on the day that this episode comes out, tomorrow will be the 1,000th day in a row that I have meditated. I've been waiting to talk about this topic until that 1,000th day in my streak came up, and it's going to be tomorrow. I have been meditating now for 1,000 days, and I want to share with you my experience during that time, how I did it, and what I see as the benefits of meditation. So that's the topic for today, meditation. When I look back at the streak of 1,000 days in a row, it started on November 6th, 2017. I know this because I've tracked this using the Calm app, and I'll talk about that more later, but that's how I know it's been 1,000 days. When I started, the longest period of time that I had meditated before that was 192 days, and I think that started somewhere in late November of 2016, went about 192 days, went until June of 2017, and then I kind of lapsed. I had periods where I meditated, but never a streak. So at the end of October, in 2017, I decided, you know what, I'm going to commit to this, see how long I can go. And during that time, in this thousand days, I can tell you I've meditated close to 1,500 times, probably more, but that's at least what I tracked in the Calm app. That amounted to 258 hours plus of meditation. Part of the reason why I wanted to do this. I kept reading about people who had said that for them, meditation was such a foundational principle in their life and how much it meant to them in terms of their health, their success, their well-being, their peace of mind. There are a lot of famous people who have attributed meditation to their success and everything that they've been able to do in their lives. Famous people like Oprah, Paul McCartney, Hugh Jackman, the singer Sting, Clint Eastwood. That one surprised me. He claims to have been meditating for over 40 years. The actor and comedian Jerry Seinfeld. And also from the world of business, there are people like Jeff Weiner, the CEO of LinkedIn, and William Ford Jr. of the Ford Motor Company. Also, Mark Benioff, the chairman and CEO of Salesforce. So a lot of people have incorporated meditation into their life and had it been really meaningful to them. So let me establish first what meditation is. And again, this is my own interpretation of it. 
sometimes people overthink it and they feel like it's got to be this elaborate process with cushions and blowing saffron robes and you have to have an app and it's got to be guided and you have to do all these things. Bali wouldn't hurt probably to meditate in Bali. I'd love to do that. But for me, it comes down to sitting there and being quiet. And I'll talk more specifically about my approach to it later, but that's a simple definition of meditation. So when I started this streak, it kind of evolved in terms of what I would count as a day in which I meditated. My intention was to meditate at least 10 minutes a day, but there were some days where I got to the end of the day and realized, oh, I had forgotten and I wanted to keep the streak going. So I made the decision that any day in which I meditated at at least two minutes, that counted for the streak. Obviously, from a health standpoint, I wanted to meditate more than two minutes, but that was what I decided would count for my streak. There were days that I almost forgot. I remember a number of cases where I would be lying in bed at night and I was about to turn off the light and I realized, oh no, I think I forgot today. And I would literally get up and just sit on the side of the bed and meditate for two minutes. And for me, anyway, that counted as a day. And then I just make sure I recorded it the next day. Everything that I saw about how to meditate says that you focus on one thing. I think a common misconception about meditation is that you have to completely clear your mind and there has to be nothing there. My approach from everything that I've read is that you actually focus on one thing. And this is why you'll hear that focusing on your breath is a common way to do it because you are literally letting go of all other thoughts and you're focusing on one thing. And your breath is a easy thing to focus on. So for me, the process would be I would sit there and I'd focus on breathing in and I'd focus on breathing out. Sometimes I would have thoughts that would come to me. And when they did, I would just simply acknowledge them, gently let them go, and then try and return to the breath. This is one place where the Calm app was really helpful to me because they have a 10-minute essentially guided meditation where there's some portion of the 10 minutes where there's a teaching about how to meditate, a guided process. Then there's a middle portion where it's just silent and you're meditating on your own. And then at the end, she returns with a small little life lesson. For me, that was a good way to get into meditation because it was teaching me that Number one, it's okay to have thoughts. You will have things that occur to you. This is why meditation is referred to as a practice. I think sometimes people feel that they have to do it perfectly or that they're doing it wrong. There is no such thing as doing it wrong. I can tell you after a thousand days of meditation and probably people who've been doing it for years and years will still say that when they sit down for a meditation sit, that they are still going to have thoughts that occur to them. One of the things that you're training your mind to do is to acknowledge that thought, to acknowledge that sound or that feeling in your body and simply say, that's a thought, that's a feeling, that's a sound. And then you gently let it go. You don't beat yourself up over the fact that you had this thought or feeling 
where you heard the sound and now you're not doing it right. You just let it go and return to focusing on your breath. For me, one of the ways that I would do that, and I go back and forth, is I would count to 10. So I would say, breathing in one, breathing out two, breathing in three, breathing out four. And these are things that I'm saying in my mind as I'm focusing on my breath. And I would try and get to 10 and then I'd start over. What I'd discover on days where my mind was particularly active was I would get to four and then a thought would occur to me. And so I would go back to one and start over. Some days when I was more relaxed, more calm, it was easier to get to 10. But the point isn't that getting a 10 is a victory. It's just a process to help you keep focused on the breath. During my 1000 days, I actually have used a number of different meditation techniques. There are three that I'll quickly mention here. One is the Calm app. When I started, it was a lot less robust than it is now. It is probably the, one of the best ways for people who are new to it to get into meditation because they have not only a free version, which you can basically just have a timer and there will be different sounds that you can choose, like maybe you want the ocean sound, maybe you want a river or you want nature, so you can hear that sound. But they also have a series of guided meditations and you can try it out for seven days for free and then after that there's a charge. But those guided meditations are on all sorts of subjects from stress relief to increasing your confidence to getting better sleep dealing with depression. They also have seven-day programs for improved happiness, improved focus, allowing you to focus on gratitude. So there are seven-day programs, 21-day programs, 28-day programs. And these are all, if you have the paid version of Calm, these are all included. I will mention that in looking at their website right now, their paid program, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes, you can get the Calm app for an annual price of $41.99, which is the cheapest that I've ever seen it. I'll say that I'm not an affiliate for Calm at all, so there's no benefit to me as to whether you do this or not. You could always try the seven-day program and see if you like it, and if you do, maybe you want to continue with that. So that's one that I used, and I will say that I go back and forth some days. I really find that I like the 10-minute program. What I will say that's great about it is if you are new to meditation, I highly recommend the 10-minute meditative lesson every day because it's kind of a great way to get into meditation. As I said, part of it, she's teaching you how to meditate and how to think about it. So there are things that even if I just sit now by myself and I don't do anything, I remember those thoughts of how to meditate and how the process can work best. Also, during this time, I have done meditations from the author and teacher, Joe Dispenza. He has a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, in that he's got several different meditation techniques. One of them is kind of a guided visioning technique where part of it is silence, part of it is sort of an inward focus, but he also comes at it from a very brain-specific point of view of how to create brain waves that 
are most healing towards you. He also has meditation techniques, and I've used these, where part of what you're doing is visioning what you want in your life. The first part of the meditation is going to be setting you up, getting you sort of mentally prepared for that, and then you will do a vision of what you want in your life in the future. And his idea behind this is that you're essentially communicating to your subconscious, this is the version of myself that I see in the future. There's another technique that I've used during this 1,000 days, which is I read in a book called Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. She is the founder of a meditation technique called Ziva Meditation. Her process is kind of similar to Joe Dispenza's, where it's a 16-minute meditation, and part of it is silence, part of it is a meditative process, and then part of it is a visioning of what you want in your life. So that's another approach that I've used. I also like that. So I will say that the benefits that I've seen over this time are I'm much calmer. I'll give an example, and I cite this to people a lot of times. Have you ever been in a restaurant and something drops on the floor? I remember I used to be the kind of person that when I would hear that, I would get startled very easily. And now I'm the kind of person that when things like that happen, someone drops a pot on the floor or a glass breaks, I simply hear it and I acknowledge it. Oh, that's the sound of a glass breaking. I don't get jumpy about it. And I think this is very similar to that idea of what meditation does is it teaches you how to be separate from the thoughts you have. So the thoughts that occur to you during meditation, you are training your mind to think of itself as separate from those thoughts. So when I'm meditating, a thought comes in and I simply say the word thought and then I release it. And so I think that's the same way that in my life, when loud noises or things happen or things are said that are distracting and I could find myself maybe amped up, I'm much less prone to overreacting now. I think it's the distinction between responding to something and reacting. When you are reacting, it's instinctual. It's coming from you. But when you're responding, it's a choice. And I think that's for me what meditation has done is it's made me much more likely to respond by choice instead of just instant reacting. Another benefit to meditation is that you are more connected to your creativity, to ideas, to your brilliance, all of the power that the universe has to help you in your life. I read a book during this time by Kyle Cease called I Hope I Screw This Up. He talks about his own experience of going from being someone who had a very successful stand-up comic career to deciding at one point that he wanted to be a transformational speaker. And part of his process was meditation. He said he would spend an hour or more every day meditating and that it was through this process that all of these ideas started to come to him. And I really see how this works when I think about it in my own life is that when you are training your mind to be calmer, to understand that there are thoughts that you have, but that you can release those, Well, what's left is you have a much clearer connection to the source of your genius. And whether that's God, it's the universe, whatever you believe for you, 
you are now more in touch with that so that ideas come to you more easily. So if your mind isn't constantly distracted by things, you can see those ideas more easily. I'll give you an example. Imagine you are on the highway and it's rush hour and there's cars everywhere. It's bumper to bumper rush hour. You can't see four or five cars ahead of you. But what if I told you that six cars ahead of you, there's a red car? Well, because there's all this other traffic between you and that red car, you can't see it. To me, that's what a full mind is like. Our mind is full of all of these thoughts, all of these cars. And so that one idea that wants to come to us, wants to benefit us, that red car, you can't see it. Well, through the process of meditation, you are essentially taking those other cars off of your highway. The highway is your mind. It's your subconscious. And so now you are much freer to see the cars ahead of you and you can see that red car. That's what I think for me anyway, meditation does is it helps clear my mind so that the ideas, the inspiration, the guidance, those sort of, oh, where did that idea come from? They're much more likely to come to you. As I said, for me, this has been a huge period of growth. I've done a lot of things. I've grown in so many ways. I feel much more confident, more comfortable, more relaxed. I would highly encourage you to think about whether meditation can be something that would benefit you. As I said, the Calm app has a free trial for seven days. And even if you decide you don't want to continue with the paid version, you can still do their version. Or you can just sit on your sofa and close your eyes and decide to meditate. It's just that easy. I hope this helps. I would love to hear from you. If you are a meditator and what benefits you've gotten from it, please consider reaching out to me on Instagram. You can always find me at Thor Chalgren. Tell me what benefits you've gotten from meditation or what insights you've had or what favorite meditation experiences that you have had in your life. Or if it's something where you're thinking about it and you have questions, I'd be happy to answer from my perspective what it's meant to me. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I really appreciate that you continue to listen to this and I look forward to continuing this conversation in the future. All right. Thanks for listening to the Course Change Podcast. If you like this episode, I would be incredibly grateful to you if you'd jump over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a five-star written review. This one simple act will help others find the show and build a community of people who support each other. You can always find me on Instagram at Thor Chalgren. Send me a DM and let me know what you thought. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, here's to your success.